0: When you build your depth of knowledge at the leading edge in your environment, that is when you develop the capability of being able to replace yourself. You can automate things to a level where you can replace yourself and move on to bigger, better things. And I say this because your first responsibility is to your career, right, to your progression. Your career is like a living, breathing organism and building great careers requires nurturing them with strategic guidance. Hi, my name is Savan Kapoor and I'm India's leading career coach, also known as The Career Guy. Welcome to the Career Headquarters. The most comprehensive career podcast on the internet where I will bring you groundbreaking insights on everything career related. Whether you're seeking a career abroad or wanting to switch industries, whether you are entry-level or a mid-career professional or a senior leader, I have seen it all. As an award-winning CEO of one of the largest and most profitable beverage alcohol companies, my career spanned three continents, multiple industries, and provided me with an accelerated roadmap to the very top. So if you want to build an exceptional career and 3x your paycheck, this podcast is for you.
1: Welcome to today's episode of Career Headquarters, the most comprehensive career podcast. Hi, Saman. How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing very well, Deepa. How are you?
1: I'm good as well.
0: What are we talking about?
1: So, today's episode is going to be about generalization versus specialization and what is better. Hmm. Um, so, what are your thoughts on building one's career as a generalist?
0: I don't think... Um you know, I mean, between generalization and specialization, I don't think there is a set formula. Both have known to lead to tremendous success. But here's how I see it in the context of, you know, what the the job market and the world of work, uh, where it is currently at. Um, See, the broader the foundation you build, you know, the taller your building can be, right? So the more stable it will be, the higher you go. And I think that's something that really has to be kept in mind. But It requires some explanation. So, uh, you know, some variations will be there based on the industry and the function that you are in. So when you start your career, it is important to build what I call depth of knowledge, right? This depth of knowledge is, think of this as the cores within a processor. So you have an i3 processor, an i5, an i7, an i9, so on and so forth. There are more cores in the i7 processor than in the i3 processor. So when I, as an example, you know, when I started my career, I started as a business analyst. So think of business analyst and analysis as the first core that I was building, because it's a transferable skill. This was analysis across multiple functions. It was analysis in finance. It was analysis in sales, marketing in different functions. So that was the first core that got built. Uh, When everybody's go to was Excel, I knew Excel very well. But in addition to that, I had also worked on MS Access and I knew Access even better. So, you know, it allowed me to build depth of knowledge at the leading edge. And when you build your depth of knowledge at the leading edge in your environment, That is when you develop the capability of being able to replace yourself. You can automate things to a level where you can replace yourself and move on to bigger, better things. And I say this because your first responsibility is to your career, right, to your progression. So that was the first core. The second core I got an opportunity to build was project management, right. The third core I built was procurement and vendor management. The fourth core that I built was people management. I got into a role where I had to manage others and that was a huge learning, again, a transferable skill. Um, The fifth core was sales and business development. The sixth core was branding and marketing. Then I did a course on finance, uh, which opened up the door for me to get into more uh, of you know, the the numbers and operations and that side. So slowly I built all of these cores that led to a senior management and eventually a CEO role. So a broad foundation made of many cores leads to a specialized generalist. And I think that is what the world pays for right now. So till about maybe five, seven years ago, specialization was the big trend. Everybody was going vertically deeper, right? Uh, I think the world pays more for generalization today because if you look at most CEOs, they come from the operations function, which is the most generalist of all the functions. So today's world, I feel generalization works better because it's the ability to get things done. And that is what the world of work requires. It requires you to play the game where every ball you have to hit for a sixer and you don't have time to prepare. Uh, and generalists do that much better than specialists. Specialists have a very narrow field of view from that perspective. Um, that's that's how I would put it. Okay. Well,
1: what do you think about MBA? Is that the ultimate generalist degree for a career in business?
0: Uh, in my view, I think it's the second best degree. I think the ultimate degree is the master's in common sense. <laughs> but I say that jokingly because I think. Common sense is not common, but, you know, the MBA has traditionally been uh, the gold standard, if you will, and it's a degree that a lot of people aspire to, uh, but it must be done from an institution that really gives you on the ground experience. Um, It cannot just be done for the aspirational marketing of saying that, you know, our MBA is six months in India and six months in Singapore or six months in uh, Canada or the UK and all of that. So you have to look past the glamour. Um, You have to be in an MBA that really allows you, you know, the strength of that experience that stretches you managerially to develop stronger hard skills and also much stronger soft skills. Um, And I think now MBAs also offer so much specialization. You can have an MBA with a specialization in finance or supply chain management or HR, so on and so forth. So uh, it, it can be a great generalized degree, but in terms of your career, it alone will have a limited impact in what doors it opens for, for you. The entire advantage is the networking that you will gain with the cohort, with the, the alumni body and the op- opportunities that the campus placements may uh, be able to afford you. So that's what you're really paying for. You don't need an MBA to become a great generalist uh, but if you do it from the right institution it can have a overall positive impact and that's a cost and benefit you have to evaluate very specific to your life situation and career track record so it's 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 a it's a decision that needs to go deeper to be made okay. uh,
1: you were talking about how in today's world uh, generalists are preferred over specialists so what are some of the advantages that generalists have
0: i think a generalist is much better at navigating uncertainty because they know they have to figure it out on the fly. Um, another thing is they don't need formal knowledge to get started or get involved, right? A specialist must have the, the, the formal understanding of that subject to be able to attempt it or take it forward. But a generalist, because they are, you know, on the job, hands-on uh, kind of uh, learners, they know that there is there are no boundaries to them getting involved, right? Um, And I think for that reason, they also make better entrepreneurs because entrepreneurs require that skill where you have to take decisions without having all of the information uh, or being able to get the information in a very quick and practical in a street smart way. So I think these are some things that, uh, you know, position generalists uh, better to be able to take on the world of work over over specialists. Um, The development of these soft skills is greater and stronger in generalists. Uh, because again, they, they will question the value of why they have to follow a process, right? Um, and if the process is telling them to climb the tree and step out onto the branch to pick the mango, whereas they can reach the mango from the ground, then why should they have to climb the tree and get onto the branch and put their life in danger to have the mango? If it's low-hanging fruit and they can get it from the ground just by jumping up, that's a smarter way of doing it. So that's what generalists have over specialists. You know they. They know how to figure it out as they go along Um, and they are able to extract the most from formal training as well because to them that training has to be changed to application and knowledge is not application. They are very good at turning knowledge into into an applied art. Um, So I think they, they deal in general, they deal better with messiness and shabbiness. They understand that's the hand of cards that has been dealt uh, and they have to learn how to win with that hand of cards. Uh, They also are much better at cross-functional opportunities. See, an organization is like like a watch, right? So there are many different moving parts in a watch and all of these parts have to work together to give you relevant and accurate time. Similarly, in a company, there are many different departments and these departments and these people have to work together to give you great results. And general, generalists who go into cross-functional opportunities, they develop a greater, more sincere and deeper appreciation for how the work of one department, one area impacts another area because they're doing it. There's no substitute for that direct experience that they have. It's not a theoretical appreciation and that positions them to become better leaders. That's why operations is the function that con- contributes most to you know, becoming CEO. Because they are all generalists. And um, otherwise what happens is in a lot of companies is they start playing the blame game. Right. The cover you are behind behavior takes over. So uh, I, I think uh, these are some things that generalists do way better than a lot of specialists. All right. Um,
1: what is that one piece of advice that you would give to a young professional to
0: build their career as a generalist? Uh, I would say... F- Get involved while you are still pursuing your education. You know, get started early. It's a That first mover advantage is going to be very valuable. As I was talking, I think, in another episode where this early first mover advantage is going to compound. Hmm. And it's going to pay dividends that are going to accumulate in a manner that you cannot fathom right now. Um, so... You know, try out many things, try out multiple internships, try out volunteer work, networking. Um, I can tell you when I was in college, you know, I got to the U.S. after completing two years of my my degree uh, in a four-year degree. And I felt that I'm so behind, you know, these American students that I'm going to school with now, they've had the opportunity to do internships and all of that you know, much more than I have. So I really wanted to differentiate my resume. So I did four internships in those two years. I did a study abroad. I was the president of, you know, the the food marketing fraternity. I I put myself out there and I caught that fire because, you know, one, the environment was very conducive and I was having a lot of fun. So, you know, I I think looking back, uh, that happened to me and that landed up contributing in such a major way for me making it to the very top quickly. So I think as a young professional that is um, a a wonderful way. Get involved. If you're willing to solve problems, the world has a place for you. Um, I mean, some of the internships I did, I was driving a bread truck, you know, between Indianapolis and Atlanta. And when my mother first heard that I'm driving a bread truck three nights a week, you know, nine hour drive at night. I mean, she was like, oh my God, my son, I want him back here right now, but that's what moms do, right? So um, it was experiences like that. You know, it also taught me what I don't want to do, right? Another internship I had was I was working in a supermarket. So I was going through all of the departments, uh, the stock department, the, the the frozen, the dairy, the bakery, the meat, the seafood, the delicatessen, uh, the, the cashier checkout, in the front, the center store, grocery aisles, the receiving, um, all of that, you know. So it was a lot of physical labor and I was very clear I do not want physical labor as a part of my job profile. So I I developed a much deeper understanding because that's the industry I was in, the supermarket and FMCG industry. I developed how a product actually moves and what it takes to run a store and how sales happen to consumers. and that knowledge was invaluable in building a corporate career in that industry as well. So put yourself out there. It's, it's, it's going to be a phenomenal ride. Do it with a positive mindset and you're going to rise. So
1: get involved. Get involved.
0: Get involved. Bottom line. Yes, get involved.
1: <laughs> okay, so this is a question that has more of a direct connection with you. Um, if you had considered being a specialist, then what kind of a career would you have
0: chosen? You know, nobody ever had the conversation with me, what do you want to do for your career? It was just assumed I came from a business family and it was just assumed that I'm going to go into business. I, for some reason, also had not developed the awareness where, you know, I could sit back, take a step back and really think what it is that I want to do. So I was operating with a with blinders, you know, with a, with a limited view uh, of what I would choose in my career and just... I never thought beyond business. So my choices were always limited to what I would do within the world of business. Overall, it worked out really well. But I wish somebody had had that conversation with me. Because I think I would have made a fantastic doctor. You know, my love for uh, biology and the sciences and the human body and you know how things work. I, I think I could have made a great surgeon as a specialist. Um, and again, my love for science. I would have made a great astrophysicist. You know studying the universe and you know the the laws of nature and all of that fascinates me no end and i've gone very deep with my understanding of those subjects because they were very fascinating to me so i think if i was to be a specialist those would be the two areas that uh, i would gravitate towards
1: <laughs> all right. okay um so someone watching us or listening to this episode if they want to understand how to engage with you further, start their journey of building an exceptional career with you, what can they do? Uh,
0: Visit our website, savankapoor.com, or follow us on social media. Uh, You'll find a link to attend our free masterclass. And I'm sure we'll put it in the description here as well. Uh, Attend our masterclass because that will give you the understanding of how to accelerate your career journey. It doesn't matter where you are. The system is agnostic as far as the industry or the function that you work in and the years of experience that you have. Uh, so come and understand that because you're one class away from, you know the changing the your yeah changing changing your reality in your professional life massively. So uh, this is a system that is entirely pro the candidate, it's pro the employee. So come and understand that, and that's where you would begin your journey.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Wonderful, thank you. See you. <laughs> See ya. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Career Headquarters the most comprehensive career podcast dedicated to building exceptional careers. If you enjoyed this conversation, please share this with someone you think would benefit from the ideas and the insights shared on this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, Google, Overcast, Castro, or Breaker. If you want to learn more about building an extraordinary career for yourself, I invite you to come attend my free Power Up Your Career live workshop. In this workshop, I will teach you the step-by-step process of landing your dream job in less than 90 days. The link to register is in the description below and I will see you live at the workshop.